0: You know, I'm put into an interesting position every time I create a video on this channel. Because I enjoy this channel, I like what I get to do, I like that I get to help you guys. And though I am completely grateful for what I do, it brings about the problem that sometimes videos on channels like these can become addicting. And that is not what I want for you guys. I want you guys to be able to grow and move forward in your life, etc. And so I'd like to take some videos every now and then and make it less about breakups and more about dating. And I figured a good way to mesh the two would be to talk about how to know when someone you might want to date, or maybe even you yourself are or are not ready for a relationship. And that's what this is. So I'm going to be going over 10 of what I think are pretty important signs that someone is not ready for a relationship. Number one is that they keep you in an endless loop of maybe. Maybe we can date. Maybe we can have a relationship. This is what we call a situationship. And I'll be doing a video about that at a later date. But basically, a situationship is where they never quite give you the relationship or boyfriend, girlfriend title. It's stuck in this endless loop of casual dating. And it can really damage your mental health and your self-esteem because... You're thinking, well, I'm perfectly worthy and I know that I take good care of myself and I know that I'm desirable and they are here, so they like something about me, but I can never go all the way. It's one foot in, one foot out. So a situationship, obviously, is not a healthy place to be. I've unfortunately done this to people in the past when I genuinely wasn't sure what I wanted and that was a clear sign that I just was ready for... No relationship at all. Now maybe this is something that you've noticed in yourself. Maybe this is something you've noticed in someone that you're dating. But if you're caught in a situationship or an endless loop of maybe relationships, this person's not ready. Number two, you hear about the ex a little more than you should. And this can go in any direction, right? This could be that you're hearing about their ex way too often, about way too many topics... This could be that you're being compared to their ex in some way, or how you're so much better and more capable than their ex. And these aren't things that you necessarily want to hear. Sure, they may feel good in the short term, but what it means is that this person you're dating is thinking of their ex while they're with you. Now look, if this happens once, maybe twice during a casual date, no big deal. Is it the best thing in the world? No. Is it a sign you want to see? No. But is it a deal-breaker? I don't think so. As long as it's not excessive, like every other sentence is about their ex, then you know that this person is not ready for a relationship. Number three is they seem to have a lot of short relationships, and they usually have something negative to say about those relationships. This person always seems to be either in a relationship or single, and you've lost the ability to keep track of how many relationships they've been in. Now, in the case that you don't know this person, you have met them on a dating app, and this is your first date with them, pay attention to how many names you hear. And the purpose of this is not to shame the person, right? That's not for us to judge. That's not for us to say. However, it's up for us to ask ourselves, is it possible, and this is very much a personal judgment call, Is it possible that I am detecting that this person might be a serial monogamist and that the relationships that they appear to be in are constantly very short? And if that's the case, if that's what you're detecting, consider if maybe this person's not ready for a relationship. Again, I want to be clear on this one because it appears as though we're judging. The purpose is not for us to judge the person or their decision-making in relationships. The purpose is to ask, Is there toxicity about that we should pay closer attention to? That's it. Next, number four, they are clearly rebounding. This kind of pairs with number two, but not exclusively, because in my mind, rebound means they're not emotionally even on the same playing field as you, whereas having a lot of ex-talk might just mean they bring up their ex a lot. So I would look for number two, number four, simultaneously because they shake hands very closely number four the, the rebounding usually for me means that they're not emotionally available which is different than not ready for a relationship because there could be different causes for the trauma they could have recently lost someone and they're grieving a death versus recently going through a breakup i feel like when we hear the word rebound it almost always applies to a breakup And so in this case, if they just left a relationship one month ago, and you can clearly tell they were invested in that relationship, and now it's seeping its way into your conversation with this person you're on a casual date with, they're not ready for a relationship. Number five, they're hot and cold. One second, they're all about you. You're the best thing on earth. The next second, for reasons you can't even identify, they're cold They're rude, they're pulling away, or they're playing the game, they want you to come to them. Instead of just having open and honest communication. Hey, I'd love to take you on a date this week. What do you think? If they're not interested, the answer is no. Your time's not wasted, their time's not wasted. And if they are interested, then you'll be met with a very excited, yes, I'd love to, can't wait. So be on the lookout for hot and cold behavior. Obviously, you don't want to be dealing with this type of behavior with someone you're on a casual date with. And remember, this video is about someone who's not ready for a romantic relationship. And if you barely know this person and they're showing you hot and cold behavior, run for the hills. An obvious exception to this is they had a bad day at work and their boss is yelling at them. Like, if you're having your worst day of your life, sure, don't bring it into this brand new relationship you're trying to form. Right? Because that could be considered a red flag. And at the same time, we need to consider the human element, right? Sometimes you just have a bad day and you're just at your limit and COVID's here and you can't go see your friends and your family. I am all for cutting somebody some slack. So the hot and cold behavior I'm speaking about in number five is consistent hot and cold behavior, not like exactly one time ever. Because then it's like, all right, maybe they had a bad day, give them a break. And if we see it again, then we'll pay closer attention to it. Number six, they're constantly involved in drama, or they're constantly involved with people who are constantly in drama. This is someone who's just going to complicate your life. If they are constantly involved in drama, and always seem to be either at the center of the drama, or constantly talking about the drama, or linked to the drama in some way, you eventually will become part of the drama. It's not worth it. It's high school behavior. We don't care about that type of behavior in adult, romantic, healthy relationships. If you see that, they're not ready for a relationship. Number seven, they're clearly not happy with themselves. Now look, I think this one's obvious, but what may come clearly to me and to some of you might not come clearly to everybody else. Working on yourself and being good with yourself is the most important thing you can do if you want to have a healthier relationship with others. The reason for this is because we don't want to be in a relationship where we are dependent on someone like they're a drug. We want to be good with ourselves. We want to be able to self-soothe. We want to be able to have a healthy relationship with ourself because how we interact with ourself is a good indicator on how we're going to interact with others. Letting other people define your worth means that you're allowing them and giving them the power, frankly, to make you feel bad about yourself, even by taking actions that have nothing to do with you. If you're dating someone, casually even, and they don't call you for a few days because maybe their life got busy, but you were so dependent on that validation that you got from them, you are literally letting them dictate your mood. And they don't even want that power. They don't want that responsibility. It's not emotionally appropriate for them to have that level of power and responsibility over you. But you're putting yourself and them in that situation because you're not able to harness that for yourself. Being able to say, oh, they must be busy. They have a few things going on. And friends, I'm not talking about a little bit of anxiety because you're excited about someone new. That's totally normal. I'm talking about the amount of anxiety that shuts your day down and completely disables you from doing anything else. That's an unhealthy reaction, and we want you to have healthy relationships with others, not dependent, drug-addicted relationships with others. The best way to do that is to have a healthy relationship with yourself. If you are someone that what I just said spoke to, I recommend you check out video number 136 and I'll leave a link to that video in the description below. Next on the list is number eight. They can't and don't communicate effectively. I feel like this one's rather straightforward, but we'll go into it anyway. Basically, if they can't tell you what they need, tell you how they feel, and tell you if they had a good or a bad time on a date, they're probably not ready for a relationship. I mean, communication is a pretty core part of having a healthy relationship with anybody, with your parents, with your teacher, etc., So being able to communicate that I had fun or I did not have fun. Yes, I would like a kiss. No, I would not like that. You know, maybe instead of going here, maybe we go to this restaurant. Things like that. Just telling us and communicating because human beings learned to communicate against all odds. So I think we should really make good on that skill. Number nine, they are consistently inconsistent. Now, this is kind of like hot and cold behavior, but the difference is that hot and cold behavior is a behavior right? It's an attitude. They're really about you and you're the best thing on earth. And then they're like, yeah, hi, thanks. Yep. Great. You too. Good night. It's that. That's the cold sort of, I'm not really giving you much. I'm closing off from you emotionally. And this is different than being consistent or inconsistent because it's not a behavior. It is an action, right? Or I guess arguably it's a behavior, but you guys know what I'm saying. It is one second They're calling you every day. They want to go on one date, two dates, three dates. And the next second, you don't really hear from them at all. They're gone. It's like they're ghosting you, but nothing happened that you can at least identify. And when you hear from them, they act totally normal. So hot and cold is you hear from them, but they might be really cold and emotionally withdrawn. Consistency and inconsistency is they're really consistent. And then the next second, they're gone. Like nothing happened. Like you guys were never together or never trying to be together anything like that. If you see consistently inconsistent behavior, they're not ready. And last but not least, number 10. They run when they're stressed. The second any weirdness comes about, of any kind, and maybe it's weirdness that had nothing to do with you, maybe it's stress from school or work, they disappear. So I guess number 9 and number 10 shake hands. The difference being that number 10 is specifically about stress. Maybe it's stress related to dating, Maybe it's stress hearing that you are dating multiple people. Maybe it's stress because they had a fight with their parents, or something like that. And they use escapism, or running away from you, even though you might not have done anything wrong, as a coping skill. Obviously, this is not healthy. It's not something that we want to do, because relationships are all about working through problems. The worth of a relationship is not determined in the good moments. It's determined in the moments of struggle and challenge, Because that's when we can grow. In the words of Captain Benjamin Sisko, it's easy to be a saint in paradise. So, those are my ten, and I'm sure that, with your help in the comments section below, we can think of even more together. Because, frankly, this is by no means a comprehensive list. There are many more signs that indicate when someone is not ready for a relationship. I'm always looking for more videos to make and more topics to cover, both in my new short series called Dear Rory, and if you'd like to have a question featured on Dear Rory, just type down below Dear Rory and then a question that I can answer in 60 seconds. But if you're looking to have a topic about dating done, include that down below as well. If you'd like to work with me, just visit thelovechat.net slash coaching, but if you're looking for something more along the lines of mental health counseling with a professional therapist, visit betterhelp.com slash Rory and you'll get 10% off on your first month of therapy. Hope this video worked for you guys, and I'll talk to you all next time.